0: That's a lot of time to kill. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Patrick Picklebottom and the Longest Wait. Story by Mr. J. Artwork by Gary Wilkinson. Published by Lyric and Stone. Patrick Picklebottom and The Longest Wait follows a boy who clearly doesn't have much going on in his life, and to fill up his schedule, he decides to wait two hours for a story time on a book he's interested in. Will the time fly for Patrick, or will it feel like he's sitting with a pickle in his bottom? Well, hopefully you have some good time wasters. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cookin'. We start with this rather long quote, and I think it sums up the story Pretty damn well. For young Patrick Picklebottom, who loved books most of all, it was exciting to read what was up on the wall. The sign said that story time's round five o'clock. A cute little tale about a flat-sided rock. It's supposed to be good. He had heard a review, but he was two hours early with nothing to do. End quote. Woo! Is this author long-winded? And I think it's all like that. Someone get me some eye drops. I'm gonna need them. I will say I'm shocked. This is our first book where the main character is a fan of the show. He heard one of our reviews. How do I know he listened to our show? That's because we're the world's foremost knowledge on picture books. And the only one. Though... I can't say I remember doing a review on a skipping stone, but fuck, we reviewed so many damn books now, who the hell knows. Patrick ends up finding the best seat in the house for the story hour, and just sits there waiting for the show to begin. Now that's how it was done back in the day when you couldn't actually pick your seat at the movies. If you wanted to spot dead center, you had to show up at least 45 minutes early, and sit there in dead silence watching the ads with nothing to drink but the canned pop you smuggled in between your cheeks. Uh Uh-oh, Patrick starts to get impatient from waiting so long, and he checks the clock. Rookie mistake, you never check the clock. And of course, only two minutes have passed. Brutal. Patrick is distraught, and he clearly didn't bring a cell phone. But he thinks on his feet, and to pass the time, he decides to stand up on the bench he was on and belt out some of his favorite jams. He better watch out. I don't know where he is, but it doesn't matter if he's at a library, a bar, or bingo night at the Poconos. Standing up in your seat and making a scene gets your ass kicked out. Patrick had about an hour and a half to go after he wore his voice out singing. So he decides to write a poem while he's sitting there contemplating life. He writes it about an elf. And yes, it's on a shelf. And the elf is eating itself. Maybe he should have just stuck to haikus. He must have had writer's block, because that keeps him tied up for 40 minutes. Then somehow, he gets his hands on chalk. I wonder how he's finding all these crafts. I wish they'd provide this kind of stuff at work. It'd make the day a little more bearable. Where's Dan? He's in the conference room working on a big poem. Really? Yeah, he's been working on it for weeks. Says it's really going to bring the CEO to tears. Come to think of it, I guess they do have this kind of stuff at Twitter which is probably why they're firing half their workforce. Back to the pickle bottom. So you would think he finds a sidewalk with this chalk, right? Wrong. He's able to make some pretty fantastic chalk drawings on paper. The poem was a little weird, but I think we found this kid's special talent. After enjoying his own works of art, Patrick realized it was actually after five. Then he does a double take on the flyer and realizes story hour is until tomorrow. The old classic, right time, wrong day mix-up. Shockingly, he's not upset. This kid must really have nothing going on in his life. Get a job. Or at least a hobby. Otherwise, he might start getting the idea that he likes sitting and waiting on benches. And one thing will lead to the next, and he'll find his ass living on a park bench. Poor Patrick. How did he end up homeless? He just really likes sitting on benches for an extended period of time. Patrick heads home, but vows to return early the next day. He's probably running home to check out more of our reviews. Mr. J, not to be confused with Dr. J. He needs a few more accolades to deserve that title. Mr. J's moral is that you don't need a cell phone to pass the time. Unless you're stuck on a plane, because otherwise you're just staring at the back of the seat like you're contemplating hijacking the plane. Mr. J shows the power of boredom. It forces you to get creative. If you can entertain yourself, you'll be better for it. It'll allow you to find talents you didn't know you had. Like doing handstands. Or shotgunning beers. Or combining the two and doing handstand shotguns. So, what do I think of Mr. J's work? It got a little long-winded in parts, that's for sure. But the storyline was there. And he managed to make a whole story around one character entertaining. As for Gary's artwork, it felt a little stock to me, but there were some nice changes in colors that helped set the mood as time passed. This read will definitely inspire you to take on boredom in more creative ways, but if you want to take the easy way out, just listen to this goose is cooked. So, on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.4. I'll have a heapin helpin' and go back for another serving, but I'm stepping away from the table when the conversation starts to get boring. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.